And time to say good morning to Catherine Field, who is our correspondent in France. Uh, Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Tim. So a 69-year-old man suspected of uh, shooting dead three Kurdish people has been placed under formal investigation. What does that mean? Well, actually, since uh, since we last spoke, I mean, this man uh, was under formal investigation and within the last few minutes, police have announced that he has been charged with that shooting. This is a shooting which happened in a central Paris street on Friday morning. It uh, was deliberate attack against Kurdish people. You know, you can imagine what it was like here, Tim. Just before Christmas, attack on the streets of Paris. Everyone thought the worst, uh, thought this was the start of perhaps another whole range or a slew of uh, terrorist attacks. But in fact, what it's turned out to be is really just a lone uh, gunman. He was 60, he is 69 years old. We're finding out more about what happened is that he left home that Friday morning. Police tell us he went out deliberately to kill what he described as foreigners or migrants who would be in Paris. He went to northern Paris suburb of Saint-Denis, had a look around there, thought, no, I'm not going to be able to carry out enough killings here. And then went back into central Paris, uh, where he had with him several guns. He apparently had 39 bullets in different containers on him. And he just walked up and shot three people, two men and one woman, at the Kurdish uh, cultural centre dead. He was then subdued when he went into the uh, nearby uh, hairdresser's store, just horrible scenes, Tim. And mm. as it's gone on, we've found out more and more about this this real racist motive. And what some people are putting it down to is just the fact that there is really a climate, I think you can say, in France where it's become acceptable to have these types of views and to have this sort of hate speech online uh, that police and judicial authorities aren't clamping down on. But in the meantime, you know, you've got this small community, the Kurdish community here in Paris, absolutely stunned by this. Uh, they had a solemn march through the streets of Paris on Monday, uh, just trying to remind people about what it means for a small community like that that are attacked so, so brutally. And as it turned out, the meeting at the Kurdish center was actually to prepare for commemorations for 10 years since three others of their members yeah. were shot dead in Paris as well. Blimey, that's all, I mean, sounds a bit random, but um, it sounds targeted in a way, doesn't it? But it sounds also like it was random. It does. I, the, the idea that there was a man traveling around Paris uh, you know, on public transport looking yeah. for a place in Paris where there would be lots of foreigners that he could kill. And his initial plan was uh, he's told police that he would kill himself with the final bullet. But, of course, he was subdued uh, before that. Mm -hmm. I mean, part of the weekend also, Tim, was the police actually took this man out of custody and took him to a psychiatric unit at yeah. the prison so as he could actually be assessed to see whether he could be charged and was able to stand trial, understand the charges against him. And uh, there he was there, what, 24 hours? And yeah. they sent him back to the police saying, yes, this man knew exactly what he was doing. Okay. And uh, interesting things, uh, developments in China, they've announced the end of quarantine measures for overseas arrivals. They 
Yes, that's right. Overseas arrivals will be able to start again into China from January the 8th. That's after, what, three years of, of pretty fierce uh, pandemic border restrictions. But of course, the, the view here in Europe really has been everyone looking at the number of cases of COVID in China and wondering if it isn't time for politicians to put a ban on travel between the two countries. We still have got flights coming into Europe from China. I don't, you know, you really have to think back to the start of COVID when it was, Europe was very slow in stopping flight connections to and from China. We've now had quite a few politicians, particularly in Germany, saying, listen, now is the time. Your governments do have the power to ban travel from areas that it classifies where there's a virus, a variant risk, uh, and that it should be doing that, not just waiting around. You're putting everyone yeah. at risk, just as you know, Europe's starting to, sort of, if you like, live with COVID. And um, this is a strange one that the, uh, it's foreign to New Zealanders because we got no smoking here um, publicly, really. But skiers in the areas of the French Alps are banned from smoking on piste or around ski lifts. Uh, isn't this incredible? Yes, New Zealand does <laughs> seem to be well ahead of everyone else on this, doesn't it? But yes, uh, this is an area called Leguette, and that's right up in the French Alps between Mont Blanc and Lake Geneva. And it's one of the first resorts in Europe to actually ban smoking in any of the skiable areas and also on any of the ski lifts, on the slopes. And they've set up booths just up and around uh, the ski lifts where people can actually go into these booths and smoke, but nowhere else. And can you believe it? Sure, people are saying your know, usual things. They should be allowed to at least smoke outdoors. But what brought about, Tim, was that when the the owners of, you know, because these are all commercial piece, when they had their spring cleanup, they say they collected at least 3,000 cigarette butts. And they say this just isn't right because this is open air. This belongs to the people. This is a, a mountain area where people go to enjoy themselves. And uh, you know, so far, so good. It's into its first weekend there of no smoking. But you know, there are other places where people can go and smoke. And so everyone's saying, well, does this mean smokers will stay away? Uh, but it's not just for skiers. You know, this is an area where people go for summer hiking. They also have mountain bike championships there. So it could be that that whole area, which is very famous in the French Alps, could become smoke-free, just like the whole of New Zealand ski slopes. Well, you know, maybe a little bit of mountain air is not a bad thing either. So uh, anyway, Catherine, <laughs> thanks very much for your time. That's Catherine Field, our French correspondent, uh, News Talk ZB. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.